Welcome, everybody, to the uh, Duly Noted Podcast. My name is Jonathan. I'm here with my man, Timothy. What's up? And today, we are talking about the chain smokers. That is what we're doing. <laughs> yep. So, uh, Timothy, why, why don't you start us off here with a little, a little introduction and uh, history about the chain smokers? Okay. I have a question for you. Before we... Okay, before we even get started. Yeah. yeah. Could you have named the chain smokers duo before, we, before you researched them? Or can you even do it right I was now? I still can't. I, one of them's name's Martin, right? No. Ah, well, then no. Andrew Taggart and Alex Paul. Andrew goes by Drew, though, just okay. so you know. Okay. So Drew and Alex here as we go down the, the, the road here with the chain smokers, I guess. Okay. <laughs> but wait, wait, wait. I have a question, though. Yeah, yeah. Wasn't there a third member? Or not a third? There was. Wasn't there another member? Yeah. I had this pulled up so I can go, but I don't remember now what the other dude's name was. But yeah, he left the group in like 2014. With and, and so then Alex, Alex and Drew met. Drew was a part of the original two. Okay, their manager introduced the the two of them to Alex, and I don't know what, I don't know what happened to the other guy, but he left and it became Drew and Alex, and, and that's then the they chain, became that's the you know today. Okay, got it. All right, and sorry, they started continue. doing stuff in like 2013, like performing at like clubs and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. typical DJ stuff. They blew up when they released Selfie in 2014. Yep, which I had forgotten about, which was not. Which was good, I think, on my end. Yeah, I was about to say, I had also forgotten about that song. And that's not rude to the Chainsmokers because they're not proud of that song either. I was about to say, yeah, they are embarrassed of that song, which was a funny uh, little tidbit of information that that's the one they chose to be embarrassed about. But sorry, continue. I mean, (laughs) that's the one. I mean, it is. It is rough, though. It is rough. I think I love the uh, skewered 2010s narcissism in the Millennials, I think, is like the quote that I read about talking about that song. So, you know, I mean, not like... Not glowing reviews, but anyways, that's how they blew up. That's how they, they got a record deal because of that song. So I mean, like maybe they regret the song, but they don't. Sure, they don't regret where it got them. True, very true. Yeah, but obviously they really blew up. 2016, roses, don't let me down. Closer, which we you can make jokes about chain smokers, but that is, I mean, for one year, that's a that's, that's yeah, oh yeah, that's I'm, a lot of heat. Yeah, they're 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 two EPs that were released right then. I mean, they they definitely had. Some bangers in there, um, according to the general population. But right. I mean, yeah, it's good. I mean, I'm happy. I was happy for them. But it was, yeah, they came out then. They released their full first full album. And what was that? 2017. Yep, something just like this was on there as well on that album. And then Sick Boy was their second album. And then World War Joy was their third album, 2019. So they've done. I, I can't. I guess until this year they've done now three straight years full album. Shout out to them doing their thing. And then, so, anyways, get back into their actual history, though. They go from Selfie, Kanye blows up again. That was their first big-time thing that blew up with their record deal, record label, excuse me. Which I, I don't know how you feel about the song, but I have, a, I have a, when we get done answering questions later, I have a question related to the Kanye song. Don't let me forget it. Okay. I like the Kanye song, just, to, yeah, yeah. just in case you're, well, and, well, continue. But yeah, I mean, I don't know, I don't really, I mean, the. We've done a lot of artists recently that don't have a whole lot of history to go over because that's true. That's that true. They're like three, four years old. But that kind of is like the base model of where they're at in their life now. They haven't released an album in 2020. They haven't really released much music at all this year. I don't think. Now that I, I don't remember seeing anything. I think they released a single. They released a single. No, it was anything in 2020. So never mind. They're doing the thing. All right. Not, not doing anything. Not basically. doing. <laughs> Shout out to them. But but 2020 is not a not a not a chain smokers music type year. You know their music's built for that's festivals. True. Clubs, clubs, and uh, not a lot of that going on right now. There's not, there's not a lot of that going on. Right I now. was impressed and looking at random like history tidbits. They did like 300 shows in the year 2017, mm. which is like, that's 
It's a lot. Yeah. Considering there's only 365 days in a year. Exactly. Could not. I don't think it couldn't be me. I don't think. No, I I would not enjoy that. But anyways, but I don't know. There's really I said not a lot of history to go over. So I think we just we just jump right into okay chain right. smokers and our thoughts. Yeah. So, uh, my thoughts on the chain smokers, if okay. I could be just you know before we start talking about their individual album rundowns, yeah, and that kind of thing. Um, this is probably the first artist that I dislike that we've ever that done we, on that the we've podcast. talked about. Yeah. I mean, we've only done what is this the fourth episode? Yep. So, I mean, yeah, we haven't done a many, we haven't done many, but yeah, yeah I, I actually do not like the chain smokers. Um, I suffer through when I hear their songs on the radio. I have never once in my life actively listened, like chosen to listen to one of their songs until we did this. Yeah. Until we did this. Yes. Yeah, until yeah. I had to listen through their albums and holy cow. Um, not really not a fan to be honest with you. Yeah. But. I share. So like their bigger songs. I enjoyed them a lot when they first came out and like listened to them a lot. But I had, I, I remember, I remember I was really excited when they were going to release their first album because I liked their EPs. Cause I mean, whatever, like we just talked about, they had closer. Don't let me down roses. Those are really popular on there. And I was like, that's like three of the five songs in the EP, a full album. Like are we talking like nine, 10 out of 12 yeah. here that are going to be like huge songs. And I remember like, <laughs> I remember I stayed up to like midnight when that, when their album dropped the first oh, no. one. Yeah. And um, I was disappointed to say the least. Yeah, <laughs> it just wasn't. They're just not a whatever. They're just not a group. I don't think that you want to sit down and listen like why to like twelve straight Chainsmoker songs. Oh, no. that's just not what they. That's just not what they are. That's just not what they're built for. They're built for either a really lit moment at the music festival when they come out there and they play "Don't Let Me Down" and the beat drops and everybody loses their mind, or you're at the club and you're whatever dancing on somebody closer comes on you know and then 30 seconds later they're gone you move on to the next song yeah. that's what they're like built for that Which, yeah they, they're kind of like extended one hit wonder yeah like, like they're like yeah they're really good at the singles they're really yeah they're really good at they're like the boxer that can only throw the knockout punch right <laughs> but if like the knockout punch doesn't land then it's they're, over they're not landing they're not winning the fight right right and with albums it's just hard Whatever. It's just hard to throw knockout punch after knockout punch on an album. Yeah. It's so, not yeah, if you yeah. only have if you only have one to two good songs out of an entire ten to twelve song album, I mean that album is not gonna be a success. Right. Which to be fair, I mean, I think we're we're deeming success as like what we like. Their sales and where they've charted and their albums, I think I think they would call it. I don't know if they'd call it a success when you look at their single records, but I mean, I'm sure they. Yeah, I, I guess I'm I sure have. I just have high expectations, especially considering, like the way that Bouquet and Collage their EPs, the way that they That's charted. True. That's true. I just I'm think sure it's, a, it's a huge step down in comparison. Yeah. But anyway, let's let's speaking of the albums, let's yeah, talk let's about get, that. Let's get into it. So uh, I've decided I made an executive decision. I'm going to include the EPs. It's a good call uh, because. <laughs> That's like half of their big music came from Bouquet and Collage. Um, so we're going to start. We're going to start. So the order of everything, Bouquet, Collage, Memories Do Not Open, Sick Boy, and then World War Joy. Um, so we're going to go through those in order. Starting, of course, with the very first one to come out, which was Bouquet. Hey. So that EP, just to remind you, had Good Intentions, Roses, Waterbed, Until You Were Gone, and New York City on it. Okay. 
it charted the weekly chart. It was at the uh, Billboard 200 at 31. Okay, was its peak, and the top dance electronic albums at number two. Okay, at the end of the year, it was 75 on the Billboard 200 and number three on the top dance slash electronic albums. Right. Fun fact: It also stayed on the top dance electronic albums Billboard chart for 2017, where it was really? uh, number 13. Yeah. So it actually yeah. stayed in the top 20 yeah. for two years, which is pretty fascinating yeah, stuff. crazy. So in that, <clears throat> I was going to talk about Closer, the actual song, which I'm going to wait until the next album. Yeah, so that's 20. Because that's collage. Yeah. So that's pretty much all Bouquet, I have to say about. Okay, the big one is Roses, right? Yeah, I mean, Roses that, was, that was the a big top song. 10 song off there on the Billboard. And I think, I mean, I know New York City, and I think Good Intentions also did well as far as like the public's opinion of their songs. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. Yeah, I mean, Roses, it did, it it charted pretty dang well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was at the, as far as the weekly, it was number four in the top 40. Yeah. Or number three in the top 40, I'm sorry. And then so. number one at the Hot Dance Electronic. Yeah. At the end of the year, it was number five at the Dance Electronic Songs. Um, and number 24 at the top 40. Yeah. So, so. I mean, it's, it, it, did, it did pretty well. Right, um, and this is their first, year. like, real... I don't want to say what we're saying. Their first like non-single of them putting out music. So this is this is good. Like that's true. Yeah, that's yeah, true. This is a good because the before that the biggest thing that they had done was Selfie and Kanye. Those right. two were the big ones. Um, and I mean Selfie did Selfie did pretty good on the right. weeklies and everything like that. I mean they they hit the top of the dance electronic and they were top twenty at least of the Billboard Hot 100. So you know I mean they 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 had done you know small things here right. and there, but it was also pretty. Um, this was like a step towards legitimacy, though, I think. Yeah. Because I think, like, Kanye and Selfie are both, I don't want to say, like, meme music, but, like, it, I mean, it's like poking fun at things, basically. Like, yeah. It's just not, I mean, it's I mean, it's good, whatever, people like it. But, yeah, this was, like, legitimate music, we're a real artist, here's what we can do. And I yep. think, and Collage, and Collage, or, not collage, collage is the second one? Sorry, not Collage. Whatever. Okay. Bouquet, there, thank you. You're welcome. It's a good first step, I think. Like, I don't think. Yeah. No artist would put out bouquet and be like, that's a disappointment. They'd all be like, let's get it. We're taking yeah, a step in the right especially direction. Especially for an EP. I mean, right. yeah, for, for the most part, you know, I, I, would, I would say in ge- it's generally a success. Yeah. The second EP, titled Collage, uh, was go. released on November 4th, 2016. Eight. And this one had big ones. This one had Don't Let Me Down, Inside Out, Closer, All We Know, and Setting Fires on it. Um, yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Yeah, so that one that one did pretty good. Obviously, topped the charts of the dance electronic albums for the weekly. It was number six at the Billboard 200 for the weekly, and at the end of the year, it was number two on the dance electronic albums for 2017. 2018, it was number three, and 2019, it was number four. Wow! So it stayed on the top dance electronic albums top for a five long for time. Yeah, for top five for Which for three years makes sense. I mean. All we know is a good song, but that's like a distant third. Yeah, I mean, popularity. it went double platinum in the United States. Yeah, so that's pretty good. Uh, I mean, they in an EP in an EP. Yeah, yeah. So they they definitely they sold some stuff. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, the downside. So actually, don't let me down was uh, the second top ten single that they ever theirs, came out yeah. with. Um, the first obviously being Roses. Roses. Yeah. And Closer was released as a single on July 29th, so a few months before mm-hmm. the EP came out. That was like, um, Closer, I mean, we can, talk, we can talk about this later, I guess, but Closer was huge. Yeah. Yeah, we can, we can talk about Closer, yeah. actually. So Closer was Halsey. Right. Was the, was her, the singer. Her big break, too. 
Yes. It was both the Chainsmoker and Halsey's first number one single on the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah. It stayed at the top spot for 12 consecutive weeks. Which was the top song of that year. Yep. The Chainsmokers became the first act to have four songs that topped the Dance Electronic Songs chart, passing Calvin Harris, who held the previous record with three. Uh Uh-huh. And, of course, outside the United States, it topped the charts in more than 10 countries. It's crazy. It went on to be the first song to spend 26 weeks in the top five of the Billboard Hot 100 chart. It also became only the second song in the history of the Hot 100 to spend 32 weeks in the top 10. Gosh. So, I mean, it was... It was humongous. I in 2018, thinking, that one song received diamond certification for selling 10 million units in the United States. Wow. So, I mean, yeah. like... That was, a, that was a very big song. I just remember when it, when, like, the peak of it. We were, out, we were out here living in Lynchburg at the time. Yep. I remember we were, I was delivering pizzas at Lynchburg College. Shout out. If I had my windows down when I was driving past all the houses that had parties, I could hear closer... Oh. Basically the entire song through, like, at Absolutely. every different house. Absolutely. I mean, this song was... It's, it's an understatement to say it was huge. Like, it was... It was. It was It was that, ridiculous. That has to be... Whatever. If you are listening to me, the songs of the year of 2016, I, I don't know how that's not number one. I mean, which it is because it was the number one song. Well, it was... Or had it spent the most weeks at number one, I guess I should say. Yeah, it did. On, on the Hot 100. It actually ended up, at the end of the year, at the Hot 100 at number 10. Which, um, and I don't know how. <laughs> I, I do not know how and it's it was number two for the uh dance electronic songs right and on into 2017 it stayed number two on the dance electronic songs finished there actually went up in the billboard hot 100 2017 and was number seven um so you know i mean it yeah they they had a reign of, of no matter stuff. what you think of like chain smokers music if you like it if you don't like that is that is crazy no you <laughs> you haven't heard crazy yet here you okay. ready for this well, let's go hit me uh, Billboard did a pop songs from 1992 to 2017 okay. chart. So that's 25 years. 25 years. Do you want to guess where that, where that song landed on that chart? Uh, number six. Close. It was number nine on that chart for the past 25 years. But this is, that's not all. The U.S. Billboard did a Hot 100 from 1958 to 2018. Okay. Do you want to guess where that song was on that chart? It was number nine, you said, in the 25 years, right? Yep. I'm just going to I'm gonna say so 17. Number 17. 17. Close again. It's 13. Oh, my God. Number 13. <laughs> for <laughs> night, from 1958 to 2018. Was that 60 years? Mm-hmm. 60 years, Hot 100, number so 13 wait a song. It's number 13 on that span, but you said it was number nine for the year 2016 when it came out, and then number seven the next year in 2017. On the Hot 100? Yeah. Yeah, it was number 10 in, 20, in 2016 when it came out, and then it was number 7 I need to see Hot how they're, they're putting this together. Yeah, I do that, too. That smells, that smells fishy, America. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't... I don't exactly know how they did it. I just know that this is what it says. And I, I, was, I saw those numbers, and I was like, that is number insanity. Is crazy. Top 15 Hot 100 songs in the past 60 years. I mean, but I, the thing is, I believe it. Oh, like, abso- I'm not even, absolutely. I'm not even questioning I'm, it. No, uh-uh, at all. It's just like, crazy that that's, a, that's the, the stat. That just blows my mind. Uh, but anyway, sorry. Back to Collage. Um, it also had Don't Let Me Down on there, which Don't Let Me Down did pretty well in its own right. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it was both 
Again, it was both the Chainsmoker and the singer Dea's first top five single on the U.S. Hot 100. It yep. peaked at number three. It became their second consecutive top ten entry after Roses. Yep. Right. Um, reached the top ten in a bunch of countries. You know, won a bunch of awards, all that kind of stuff. It did great um, on the charts, et cetera, et cetera. So, I mean, the album in general was pretty successful. However, there was something that I, I wanted to bring up. Okay. Um, there was a writer. We're still talking about bouquet, right? As far yep, as we're still talking about bouquet or or collage. collage. I'm sorry, not I'm bouquet. Gonna, I'm gonna collage. get them right. I know we're still talking about collage. Is the album? Yeah, collage is the album. Yep. So the one that had "Don't Let Me Down" and "Closer" on it. Uh huh. So collage's critical reception. So people, you know, in the the average person listening to it, loved yeah, it. the general public loved general it. General public this is, loved what it. What you about to say is a theme of their music, by the way. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, the actual people who critique music. It got so it got a three point five out of ten review yeah. from Pitchfork writer Kevin Lozano, who said it was essentially an accretion of trends and a packet of market research. So like, which <laughs> I mean, he's it's, not wrong. It, I know that's he's what kind of hurts. Wrong. But it was. I mean, that is. But like, whatever. If I'm a musician, I'm trading crit- whatever critical fame for actual fame. Yeah. every single time, and that's what they did. That's so the critics didn't like the critics never have liked their music, and I would bet my left hand they never will. Yeah, probably not. But you know what? Whatever. Susan, at the age of 20, going to college, she loves the chain smokers and loves to hear them at the party. Nobody named Susan. That's I mean, 20 I don't years know. Old. That was the first one <laughs> that came to my mind. That was the first one that came to your So, uh, yeah, like I said, I mean, spent three years in the top five of the uh the dance electronic albums billboard so i mean it's it was cooking double platinum in the united states so let's talk about their first actual album full-length album which was uh memories Memories do do not not open open. so they had i feel like i should have known but anyways you should have known what not to stay up till 12 a.m to listen to an (laughs) album when the part of the name is do not open (laughs) they warned you i'm gonna let it go someday they warned you right there uh so they had Three singles that preceded this the album release because um, the album officially came out on April seventh of twenty seventeen. Yeah, um, they had Paris, something just like this, and Honest were their three that came out. Gosh, I'm um, really seeing the red flags now that I'm really starting to think about this, guys. I didn't like it. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Paris uh, peaked at number six on the Hot 100. Um, something like this, which was featuring Coldplay. Um, it actually peaked at number three on the Billboard Hot 100. Um, fun fact, during the week of March 18th, 2017, something just like this, Paris and Closer were simultaneously within the top 10 of the Billboard Hot 100, making the Chainsmokers the third group to have three simultaneous top 10 hits. I mean, again, guys, like, wow. Yeah, it's... it's I just, I, I'm, uh, yeah. I remember doing all this and I was floored by that. But like hearing it again out loud, it's just like, dang, Chainsmokers really did, were really doing something there for a little Re- bit. They really were. <clears throat> so their third single, Honest, was not so popular. It uh, got sent to Top 40 Radio on July 11th. Single peaked at number 77 on the Hot 100. So yeah, not. I mean, made it in the Hot 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But which is impressive. In I think at right. that at this, at this time though, I think you could have put the Chainsmokers name on the song ABC. And it probably would have at least peaked at the top 100. That's true. That's true. Not not to disrespect Honest, but in right. the words of Alex talking about Lady Gaga's single, it sucks. <laughs> okay. 
Well, now we start talking about this. And now we got to talk about this. So, I'm oh, sorry. The Chainsmokers had some beef with Lady Gaga. This is my favorite thing about them, by the way. So, <laughs> so my man Alex asked in an interview to rate. Uh, we'll talk about Lady Gaga. I don't. I don't really know how it came up, but talk about Lady Gaga's latest single from her. Um, what's it? Perfect Illusion. I don't mean to play that. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> it'll, be, it'll be cut out in editing. <laughs> <laughs> but he was asked, what do you think about it? And he was just like, literally, he was like, it sucks. He's like, a lot of talented people worked on it, but yeah. And I was like, dang <laughs> <laughs> Which, they have apologized and walked back and said that they're sorry. Like, I apologize, yada, yada. I think they should have stayed by their statement. because uh, They should have stuck it out because... That, that single does suck, guys. And if you haven't suck. heard it, this isn't a Lady Gaga podcast. It but, isn't. But I want you to know, it sucks. It's trash. So uh, anyway, back to um, uh, Memories Do Not Open. Sorry, sorry. So the weekly charts, it topped, obviously, number one at the Billboard 200 and yep. the top dance electronic albums, both number one. Um, at the end of the year, it was still the top of the dance electronic albums, but it was number 21 on the Billboard 200, um, at least in the United States. It did end up, ended up it did end up number one on australia dance al- albums let's go <laughs> so shout out to them they get down down under <laughs> and uh again uh, multiple years of top five reign uh in 2018 it was number one and 2019 it was number five on the top dance electronic albums so i'm just impressed i guess there's not a lot of new music in that category however you want to say it yeah probably not with especially not with the range of that, that's that's not what I meant to say. Okay. Especially not with the like number of hits that right people like the Chainsmokers have. I imagine. But I am impressed by the longevity. Yes. That their music like stays relevant. I imagine that most of that chart is like some one hit one hit wonders. You know. Yeah. DJs, right. et cetera, I mean, et cetera. After you get past like Chainsmokers, Zed, Calvin Harris, right. like who are you really like? No, is going to put out music in this region. Is going to have like a whole album that you're like, heck yeah. Exactly. Know? Exactly. Sure. So that was Memories Do Not Open. Um, Sick Boy. The next year. Hey, yo. Next year came out December 14th, 2018. Um, it was, uh, again, they used a whole bunch of features. Um, that was like their big thing. Yeah. They actually didn't have any. I'm sorry. They had almost every song was a single um, yeah. from this album um, that just released over time, over the years. They, they, they did a Sick Boy EP first. And then they kind of like transitioned. They put more music together and made it into like a full length album. Right. So yeah. So this music was like out in the ether for a while before it came in together as an album. Yeah. They released a single almost every month. Yeah. Leading up to um, the actual full release, which was in December. Um, on the charts, uh, didn't do good. I was about to say, I think them doing it the way they did, I think kind of hurt the album's sales and trajectory, I think. Because if you release, I think all but like two songs had already been out for like a few months before the album came out. Yeah. So it had already been worn through. Yeah, I mean, the Sick Boy album, it didn't even break through the charts in America. Um, yeah. The Sick Boy EP, though, it was at, <clears throat> uh, its peak position for the weeklies was 53 on okay. the Billboard 200. And it was, of course, number one on the top dance electronic albums. Well, And then the Sick Boy Beach House, again... Didn't make it in America. Sick Boy Save Yourself did not make yeah. it in America. You know, side effects. Basically, their thing that they I was going to say, it also didn't help that the songs overall just were not, they were not of the quality of the two EPs. Right, right. Or even Memories Do Not Open. Um, at the year-end charts for 2018, they ended up being number eight on the top dance electronic and number three. 
for 2019. So they lost to their own album, whatever, in both those years, right? Like Memories Do Not Open was higher on the dance charts than Sick Yes, Boy. correct. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, so I mean, it it just really didn't it didn't chart like they wanted it to. I'm sure. Yeah, but again, I mean, it it's kind of hard to. It's judge. like yeah, it's, like, it's considering really hard it was basically just a collection of singles that they had already released. Yeah, that were not that did not chart well themselves. Right. So I don't yeah. see how you can look at. I don't know. I'm sure they're disappointed, but looking at it from like a whatever I don't know aerial view, I guess it yeah. makes sense. Like you yeah. think like. These singles didn't chart well. This is all these singles. This didn't chart well either. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, definitely a step back. Yeah. But to be fair, as we just broke down all the numbers with closer and don't let me down all that stuff, there was, it was you couldn't really get any higher. Than yeah, that. I was about to say those. They they kind of hit their ceiling. I feel yeah. like as it would have uh, been really really hard to. I mean, to top that would be like incredibly impressive. Yeah, we're talking like greatest song of all time type stuff. Yeah, you would have to be doing. So numbers wise. World War Joy was the third full album that they've released. It yeah. was released on December sixth, twenty nineteen. Um, this so, was this was a this was a better step forward from Sick Boy. Yeah, you think so? Okay. Yeah. Uh, once again, they did the same thing where they released a single almost every week um, <laughs> of the year. Um, every month. Every month. I'm sorry. It's February, March, April, May, July, and then they skipped a couple months and did November and then December. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it again. It charted. For the weeklies, I mean, the Billboard 200, it was 65. Yeah. The Obviously, the top of the dance electronic albums was number one. Um, and at the end of the year, it did not make it onto the Billboard 200 for the mm -hmm. year. It right. made it onto the top dance and electronic albums, and it was number 10 for 2019. Yeah. So, But they had some of their songs charted that year, right? Or no? So I'm trying to think. It's like Call You Mine charted at the end of the year. And how and who do you love? I feel like both of those charted. So you can you can you can verify that you have those numbers, not me. Yeah. So call you mine was the one with BB Rexa. Yep. Um, its music video won best dance at the 2019 uh, VMAs. Okay. Go crazy. So that was you know I mean that's exciting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let me see where it charted. Yeah, I mean it ended up it was number two on the Hot Dance and Billboard song or electronic songs. Yeah. Um, 56 on the top 100, and then at the end of the year, it was number eight on the dance electronic songs. Okay. So I mean, yeah, it did it did well. I mean, it, it made it onto the decade end charts Ayo. for the dance, dance electronic. Yeah, at number yeah. 46. Okay. So I mean, it did it did pretty well in general. Um, yeah. I think just like seeing the success of their first two EPs, it's disappointing. Yeah, and comparing uh, everything yeah, else to it, like it's it's a step down. Whereas you know, any other electronic artist. Would be very excited about their thrilled. Success. Would yes. be thrilled to be in the top fifty of the decade, decade end chart. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, but it's just it's interesting with the chain smokers how they've just the way that things have gone. I think it's interesting that we've the last two done we've done Dua Lipa and Khalid where we're like we're talking about them like while they're on the upward trajectory. Yep, chain smokers are clearly on the downward trajectory. Yeah, I would agree. And. I guess I, just, I guess we can get out to our first unanswered question. I was going to ask you. Okay. What do the Chainsmokers have to do to change their trajectory? I don't know if there's anything they can do because I think that they created music, and this is going to come out when I talk about it at the end, but I think that they created music that was very indicative of the four or five years of 2014 to 2019. Yeah. You they, know, and the indie, like dance, pop vibe. 
Yeah. They smashed They that absolutely thing. nailed it. The problem was that that I just don't that's not a trend that's going to last for 10 to 15 years. Oh no. You know, and so it's, like that's it's already gone. Yeah, it's, it's already it's, it's way faded. And so that's the thing that um is with their music. I mean, they absolutely killed the market for that niche like what they were looking for, which is great. For again, for those like couple of years, that was like the thing. But I mean, music evolves so fast nowadays. Yeah. And I mean, there's no that that's just not the thing anymore. And so I don't think that they can come back from that because I mean, that's their style of music. Like that's their genre. Yeah, that's, that's what they are. And they, I mean, they're good at what they do, but that's all that they do. You yeah. Know? So I, I'm not sure if there's anything that they can do to come back. I don't know because I mean, it's not like it's just them. I mean, no. like the the Martin Garrixes, the Zeds, the, yeah. you know, Calvin Harris's, you know, that all that stuff has de- made a decline in the past year, except, I guess, except Calvin Harris, because he's kind of changed the direction of his, he's where his music. Different. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, but in it, general, even for him, they've all taken a step back from where they were absolutely. in the 2014 to 2016 range. Absolutely. When they were probably, I don't know, those names you just listed, those are probably like three of the top 10 artists during that time. You would yeah. Think I mean, or something. And they're not even, whatever. They're not, I'm not going to say they're not, they're whatever. They're not relevant like they used to be. Not, not They've like lost they a lot of relevance. They absolutely have. I don't, so to me, I think like, to me, to see relevancy for the Chainsmokers again, I almost feel like they kind of got to go back to what they're ashamed of and like the selfie and Kanye style stuff because I think it would be, we talked about TikTok's influence on music and yep. how you just need like something that's going to be used in a 20 second clip and it'll become popular because if people hear it over and over and over again. They have like a style of music that I think can lean into that. Yeah. Where they can do something where it's like, oh, hey, TikTok, here's 100,000 videos that use this 20 second lift of a chain smoker song. That doesn't seem like a crazy concept to me that that happens. Yeah. Even because even like, whatever, like the don't let me down beat drops. I'm like, if that was, if that came out tomorrow, I guarantee you that I'd be on TikTok constantly for like three weeks. And yeah. I just think like, so how do you, so I think they got to figure out. I, Again, I guess they're just playing the market again, which is what the critics don't like. But how do you capture that and take advantage of that and release another song that charts really well and does really well? And you're able to springboard off of that into more, whatever, to an album or another, probably an EP. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think that the critique is that they play to the culture. I think the critique is that that's like the only thing they know how to do. And right. Like, even I mean, I'm when saying, they yeah. do that, it's not like well, like it's not well written. It's not, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. nothing, like, redeeming about it musically. It's literally right. just... There's not a lot of depth. No, there's there's none at all. And even, I, I would argue that even, like, Khalid that we just talked about, or Dua Lipa, like, they... Yeah. It's not like they're not playing to the culture. Right. But, like, they have, like, musical intelligence in what they do, and, like, there's just a limited amount of that in the Chainsmokers' music. And So, so far, think, yes. Yes, so far. And so that's what I think is, like, really holding them back, is that they're, again, they killed that, like, super simple whatever yeah era dance era electro pop house era but like i just don't think that that's not something that's going to last for a long long time as being as popular as it is was i should say yeah yeah you know so i just i don't know i don't i'm not sure there's anything that chain smokers can do to like come back it's start that's disheartening i guess even though i don't even Whatever, we're not, we're neither of us are huge fans of theirs. No, I'm, I wouldn't but I don't, to see I don't, them go. I don't wish failure on anybody. Right. No. So it's disheartening to think that, like, I mean, I liked Closer. I liked Don't Let Me Down. I liked, I liked those EPs. I haven't liked their albums, but obviously, but it's just disheartening to think that somebody that I liked four years ago, I mean, it's just hard 
like you're just sitting here talking, it's hard to see them being relevant and continuing to have a music career that matters. Yeah, it's for it's yeah. even five more years. I think it's very difficult to see that. So yeah, for I'm sorry. We got we got off on our uh, on our first unanswerable. Yeah, on our first <laughs> save save for the no, save for the order. We're we're going out of I order. I mean, you just we were we were there. I was ready. I know, I know. So uh, what is actually what's going to happen next is we're going to talk about our top five songs. Hey which, yo. if I can just be honest with our listening audience for a few minutes, um, <laughs> I just want y'all to know that I sacrificed for y'all. <laughs> Okay, I listened to this. I listened to these albums over and over, and I it was very difficult for me to pick five songs that I would listen to twice. And even then, like I I don't think I would listen to most of these twice. Yeah, in a row. And and I did I not just, have these same struggles, guys. I absolutely did. So anyway, all that to say, um, my number five is Side Effects. Only heard it one time, but it was a song okay. I'd never heard before, so it sounded great. <laughs> Oh Lord, that's how this is gonna go. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's my only one that's like that. But I just I couldn't find a fifth. I'm sorry. Okay, I had a few songs in the number five spot that I my number four were pretty locked in. Number five, I had a few songs I couldn't decide on. But I decided to go with Who Do You Love, their song off their latest album with Five Seconds of Summer. Yep, yep. Uh, I actually do like that song. You'll yeah. see that later in my list. Okay. I mean, it's whatever. I think that's where their music needs to go. I think that's like a good to me. Like if they don't want to be the 20 seconds of TikTok trend or whatever that we see a lot right now. That's kind of where the music needs to go, I think. Using bigger names to create music that has, like, that song has, I think, more depth to it than probably almost all the, I don't know, like all their songs pretty much. Yeah. I think there's more musically going on in that song. I mean, I don't think their problem is using too small names. I mean, they've been doing stuff with Coldplay. I mean, I mean the, the song was big. I mean, yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, I, but I, I mean, like, like, they can't rely on other people to keep they them They can't relevant. rely on other people, but, like, if you scroll through their, let's just scroll through their World War, if you scroll through their World War Joy album, like, who they featured with like i think like joe schmo knows like three or four of the names out of the 11 sure and i don't think like that's not what's going to do it anymore you're not going to you're not creating halsey anymore chain smokers yeah, like no. that ship has passed you're not going to find the random girl who's no one ever heard of now halsey's i mean halsey's bigger name now than they are yeah they're not doing that anymore they need whatever they need other influences yeah yeah i agree i agree all right so anyway sir you're over to you for number four uh my number four is gonna be don't let me down Ayo, that will be featured on my list later. Hey, yeah, I mean, Don't Let Me Down is is probably the first, like, mainstream song of theirs that I enjoyed. There you go. Did not dislike, I think is actually more correct. Yeah, yeah. But, yes, it's fair. All right, I guess my turn. Number four for me, Call You Mine, song we just talked about with Baby Rexa. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's not really a lot to say about the song. I mean, it was catchy had a good tune to it you know i mean and i liked her and then i mean i liked them and i liked her at the time enough to be like oh hey they're getting together that's cool let me listen to this song and i enjoyed it i mean whatever uh, this uh, that is like whatever that's that's a good microcosm of their music is like it's fine you know it's good i don't have a lot of strong feelings about it but i didn't i enjoyed it i just need everyone who's listening to the podcast right now to pause it and go back and listen to our top five Justin Timberlake songs and the excitement and the excitement that we have when talking about it. And that is just, that is because I mean, basically what you just said is their entire discography. It's yes. like, it's, I mean, it's fine. You yeah. Know, I like it. I'll, like, I'll bop my head to it in the club. Exactly. But I'm not going to listen to it on purpose. Right. Yeah. And I didn't, I did listen to it on purpose for like a week and a half. It was on Spotify's like top 15 songs. I okay. would be like, that's you like, okay. You know, but yeah, after, but yeah, I think like that's the problem. 
the music is a lot like a tissue. You use it, you throw it away. <laughs> like, I just like, I hate to say it, but that's just where we're getting to. Like, they're here to hear first. Their music just, except for, when we get down to, except for like closer and don't let me down to me, like, their music just doesn't have, I'm just not listening to their songs longer than a week or two. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. That's just, and I just think that's kind of what it is. But anyway, sir, over to you for number three. Number three for me is going to be Roses. Oh. Another song that I heard multiple times and I did not dislike. Yeah. Um, I, I, I bought my head to it in the club. You know, it was, it was what it was. Okay. It was a lot better than Paris. Now, see, Paris, that's one of those songs where I'm, it's at the point where I'm about to close my ears whenever I hear it. We're not going to talk about Paris but, okay. because we're, we, we share similar thoughts. Anyways, number three <laughs> for me. So now we're the songs I truly tried to listen to. Number three for me, Kanye. Hey. I, I loved this song when it came out. I'm not going to front with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, but I, I hate to keep going about the same thing, but like, it just, after like a few months, I was just kind of done with it. Now, like, I'll listen to it like maybe once a year. I just kind of, dang. Wow, that many. <laughs> but it's good. And I'm excited for our next question about it later. Anyways, number two for you, sir. Uh, my number two is going to be, who do you love? Hey. I like that one. Um, I, again, I agree with you with the five seconds of summer. I mean, that was a big, that was a good direction for them to go. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Would listen to it again, which is. Again, this is, yeah, the first song that I would say that about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Number two for me, we talked about a lot earlier, Closer. So I think, okay. like, I've noticed something in the difference between you and I, like, as we talk about music, is I'm able to go back and remember how I felt about the song when it first came out, and you look at it through the lens of, like, today, right now. Ah, uh, yeah. And so, like, when Closer first came out, like, I was, I was obsessed with this song. Even when I was, you know, we're talking about delivering pizzas, that was when I was done with the song, but... Before that, though, boy, if I got in the car, this thing was coming on, and I was going to get hype. Yeah, but that's the thing between you and me again. I, even when that song came out, like it's not like I went out of my way to listen to it. Well, yeah, yeah, you didn't, but this is the first. I can't believe it's the first time I'm saying this in this podcast. You're allowed to be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if you didn't laugh during that, please re- <laughs> listen to the last week's episode <laughs> where he told me that about 30 times. Close, closer, was, closer was a good song. We talked about how impressive it was, how well it charted, all this stuff. And I think with good reason. I mean, it is a good quality song. I don't know how you listen to it and don't tap your feet, bob your head along, and get like, whatever, get, get the good tingly feelings going on in yourself. But that's the thing that, that's the issue that I have with a lot of their music, though, is that like, is that actually a good song or was that just good in 2016? Like, okay, it doesn't, it, ma- it doesn't matter, though, to me. It, uh, yeah. It doesn't I, matter. If it was just good in 2016, guess what? It was good when it came out. That's yeah, when that's it true. came out. Like, I guess. It's, yeah, thing. All right. We can keep talking about this. We, we're just going to move on. Number one for you, sir. Number one for me is going to be Kanye. Hey! Song slaps. Yeah, it does. I don't know what to say. I mean, <laughs> this, that's, that, that is the only song of theirs that I did legitimately like listen to a bunch when it came out. Okay. Because I was, I was a big fan. Kanye slapped. I don't know what to say. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Still it's does. Three for me. I don't listen to it once a year, but yeah, it yeah. does still slap. Yeah, okay. Number one for me is Don't Let Me Down. Um, uh, yeah, boy, when this song came out, we talked about this just closer. I listened, this is every once in a while, like twice a year, I'll get a song where I just listen to it over and over and over again for about two weeks. And that's exactly what this song was for me at this time. Mm. I just couldn't get, I, when it first came out, I couldn't get enough of it. I, I still listen to it now. I still get hype every single time. It is like, to me, like if I have to go into work or something like 530 in the morning, this is like peak prime position where I want to listen to this song because <laughs> when I pull in at 5.35, five minutes late, I'm going to be hype as hell. So <laughs> it don't really matter if the boss is yelling at me or whatever. I'll be like, oh, 
And I was just in my head, I'm like, I'm vibing. <laughs> and I, and you know what? I love the Chainsmokers for providing this song to me for the rest of my life to be excited about at the age of 47 when I'm having to take my kids into school at 7.30 and I'm blasting this mess. Blasting. <laughs> blasting some Don't Let Me Down. You're going to be pulling up and the principal's going to be nodding his head with you. He better. <laughs> or else my kids are transferring. Believe it. <laughs> All right, so the best album or EP okay. that the Chainsmokers came out with, what is your choice? I mean, is this really a, like a question? I mean, unfortunately, it is. The EPs count, so okay. I mean, it's basically I mean, between those two. It's collage. I mean, yeah, same. It's collage. I don't. I, mean, I don't. It'd be really hard for me to respect anybody's opinion if they pick something else. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would just be like, we are very are, sorry to all the Chainsmokers fans that I'd are listening. Like, are you sure? Like, I would have to be like, you. Exist right, so I just don't see how else you can. I mean, I guess you can pick bouquet, like if you want to be like the under the radar, like I'm cool, I'm hipster, or whatever. I don't pick what, whatever. But even then, get out of here, <laughs> get out of here. I don't know how you don't pick collage, but if you if you pick an album, <laughs> don't even talk to me. Okay, so your question, you had a question earlier about about Kanye. Anyways, this is kind of overarching now. So the theme of Kanye, the song is, I want to be like Kanye, right? Uh-huh. Is that, when you think of like the message of a song, is that the worst aging message of a song in the history of music? For something <laughs> that is like, this came out in 2014, this is not that old. Yeah, yeah. But can you imagine? Age like milk. <laughs> if you walked up to somebody today in the year of our Lord 2020, they were like, I want to be like Kanye West when I get older. Can you imagine? Yeah, your yeah. reaction. That that is true. Yeah, that's something I. Yeah, something I never thought about. That was like the first thing I thought about when I read that. When I was re- going through listening to music, I was like, "Dang, I can't believe this song exists." Because yeah, wow, that's funny. Actually, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think through songs like that have a message that did not age well, and I just don't even. I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. I think it actually makes me like the song even more now. To be <laughs> honest. I listened to it, but it is funny to think like, dang, this this seemed like a normal person take. Like, who wouldn't want to be like Kanye West 2014? Yeah, I, I mean, mean, like, yeah. But now, 2020. But like, now, 2020, man's out who, here who would tweeting that the uh, Get Out movie's about him. I don't know about that. <laughs> like, exactly. I don't know if I wanted to be about me exactly. anymore. Exactly. Uh, was that your only question? Was your what if question? We talked about the other one earlier. We did talk about the other one earlier. And so. then, I don't know, man. I guess, I guess there we could all, we could talk about. It, I guess if you want to. What if that third person sticks around? Like, what is how different? I don't know. I don't even know where he's at in life now. Like, I, I kind of looked around for a little bit. I couldn't find anything. Well, I don't want to say that he held him back, but we didn't hear anything about, like, nothing that they did was popular until after he left. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I feel like but he like wouldn't have they, had a popular, or he wouldn't have had a positive influence on anything that happened. I mean, I guess, but he'd be living a whole lot better life right now, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. Unless, for sure. I don't know. He may have figured out a way to, like, partially own the name Chainsmokers or something like that, so he gets a cut, but either Either way, he's missed, he messed out on millions of dollars. Yeah, he did. So, uh, fun fact, and this has nothing to do with anything. Okay. But when I first, when the Chainsmokers like, first came out, I got them confused with Group Love. Do you know, remember Group Love, the group? Yeah. Yeah, what? I got them confused. <laughs> I don't know why I got them confused or how, but like I thought they were one and the same for the longest time. Like, Interesting. When I pictured the Chainsmokers, when I heard the Chainsmokers, I pictured like the Group Love album cover. And okay. that was what I, and I don't know sure, why. Sure. But I just... <laughs> I don't know what it was. I thought there was girls in it this whole time. See, I, I, no, I did think there were girls in it at first too because somebody, there's some girl that helps produce their songs. Like her name escapes me, but she has like uncredited vocals on like 
half of their first few songs. Mm. So I thought she was like an actual part of the group, and it turns out no, she was just some some person in the studio, basically like, hey, Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, no. So anyway, sorry. Uh, now that random tangent about my life is over, let's uh, let's talk really quick about the awards that they've won slash been nominated for. Okay. So they have been nominated for 144 awards, and they have won 49, which sounds very impressive. Yeah, I and mean, it is. I mean, yeah. I think it sounds kind of like. I think of, if you would think of like a group of their stature, that sounds that's about what I would think. Forty yeah, percent win rate. That's true. Um, a large majority of their awards are. That's not true. A good number of their awards are iHeart Radio Music Awards. Sure. Um, they have a couple Billboard Music Awards. They have one Grammy, and their one Grammy is for "Don't Let Me Down." Feel good about making that my number one song. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, they've definitely they've definitely won a lot of things. I mean, they've been nominated for a lot of things. Um. I mean, I yeah, I don't, I don't even know what else to, what else to bring out. I mean, they've, I mean, they won the top dance electronic artist and top hot 100 song in 2017. Okay, um, which was that was from where Billboard? Yeah, that Billboard? was from Billboard. Yep, okay. Billboard Music Awards. Um, and then 2018, they won again the top dance electronic artist and the top dance electronic song, and the top dance electronic album. Um, they won that 2018 and 2019. Okay, or Memories Do Not Open and Sick Boy, which. Just not a lot of competition. Yeah, I that, mean, that, to me, that's, I, that's the only thing. That's I what guess. that says to me. That's more the than only like, thing I can guess is that the for sick boy to win. I I don't know, but then they won again the top artist for 2019. So that was what three years in a row. Yeah, that they won the top. Which again, dance think, electronic artist. I feel like our points are just getting beat to death. That like there was a certain period in time where they were like perfect for the music industry. Yeah, and we're seeing that here in the awards they won at that time. So, uh, quick tie into last week's episode when we talked about Khalid. Uh-huh. Um, they also are a proud recipient of two GAFA awards, which are the Denmark Awards. Let's go. They also won International Band of the Year in 2018. Just so you guys know, we only pick our artists. We have to make sure they have won a GAFA award. We that's, may- like, <laughs> that's like the precursor. Like, are you legit? Have you won a GAFA? Have you won a GAFA award? <laughs> How good are you? <laughs> Uh yeah, so they got nominated for as the best new artist in 2017 at the Grammys. They yeah, did not win. Right. Um, they did win best dance recording for "Don't Let Me Down," um, and then they were nominated for the best pop duo slash group performance in 2018 for oh, I'm sorry in 2018 for something like this, and in 2017 for Closer. Okay. Uh, but they didn't win either of those. I yeah, I mean, they, I, I feel like they should have won a Grammy for Closer. I don't know which one it should have been. I don't know. I just feel like if you do that well, like I just think you kind of deserve. I don't know. I don't know. I'd have who to go won. back and look at the nominees. And I was about to say I don't know who won in twenty seventeen, but I feel feels, like they, that doesn't feel right to me. That don't let me down won a Grammy, and closer did not. Yeah, but don't let me down. It's not like don't let me down won a best song. They did, Grammy. Yeah, they didn't win like a prestigious Grammy. Right? Yeah, I mean they they won or best dance the recording, which yeah, again like I'm sure that the <laughs> nominations were in comparison to them. I don't even yeah, really yeah. know. Right. Right. But um, yeah, I mean they they won a bunch of iHeart Radio Music Awards too. Again, they're basically all. Best dance song of the year. Um, they did win best new artist in 2017. Um, so I mean, that's they also won best new pop artist and dance artist of the year. So they really cleaned up in 2017. This is from who? iHeartRadio. Okay. Um. So yeah, I mean, they again they won dance artist of the year two years in a row. Um, they've been nominated once again in 2020. It's pending, but okay. um, they won dance album of the year in 2019. They won dance album of the year in 2018. They won dance album of the year in. 2017 too. So. I think so. I mean, they show, they show up. They know they're getting at least one. That's nice. 
Yeah, I mean that's true. <laughs> at least, <laughs> at least they know they're gonna walk away with something. But yeah, I mean they've they've been nominated and won a bunch of awards. Forty nine awards right. they've won. Um, again, we'll have the conversation of like how proud of each award I would be. We can. I mean, but I, I mean, I no, no. I just meant like we we've had that conversation yeah. last week. So I mean, I, I, again, like you have to take these things with a grain of salt. It's not like they've won forty nine Grammys. You know, yeah, like, yeah. It's most of the time it's very localized. Like most of the time it's very like a bunch of smaller whatever. Stuff, yeah, I mean, you just listed off the like what ten iHeart awards? Uh, I think nine. Okay, but yes, I mean that's nothing to sneeze at, to sniff at, or whatever. Oh like, yeah, that's, no, that's no. impressive. That that is absolutely. But it is like. I'm just saying, like the the awards that matter are probably like 20 of their 50. You know, right, that's that's right. just what I'm saying. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that they don't have any awards that are impressive. I mean, they have a dang Grammy. Yeah. So exactly. I mean, I like, come on now. I'm not talking bad They're about a fourth of the way to an egot. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. But yeah, I mean, they've yeah. So they have never won a Kids Choice Award though. Fun fact. Hey. So Honestly, I think there's, I think they're them. the first of our artists to not do that. Well, we have to have a new prerequisite then. Yeah. <laughs> Gaffas and Teen Choice Awards. Gaffas and Teen Choice Awards. Okay, sorry. So now, uh, what everyone's been waiting for, the all-time rankings. We have five. Hot Stuff, Superstar, Hall of Famer, Generational Talent, and Timeless Talent. If you would like to know a little bit more about what each of those do, um, listen, I would to a previous listen to a previous podcast because we've talked about it a lot. Yeah. So what would you, what would you say? So last week, yep. I, can't, I really came out here with hot takes. For you did. And I've been trying to Incredibly. conjure up and get to a hot take with Chainsmokers. But, like, on one hand, I feel like you can make an argument for three different tiers, basically. I think. Three? Okay. Yeah. I think you can look at, you can, so let's just make that, I'll make the argument for hot stuff here, real quick. So you can look at them and be like, basically, they made closer and don't let me down. And then a couple other songs did okay. And that's all they've done. Yep. Or you can go, I'll just go all the way to Hall of Fame. You can look at Hall of Fame and be like, uh, like the numbers you listed out with closer, like they released a song that was so good. It was what number 13 for 50 something years or whatever on the hot 100. Uh, yeah, it was number 13. For yeah. 60 years. And you can like look at, I think like if you were making, if like, I don't think it's even, you could argue that if you're making like dance artist of the decade of 2010s, it's them by like a country mile. Yeah. And so like, which I know you're going to look at and be like, okay, yeah, but it's like, the dance artist, like, what's the competition there? But still, like, you pick a field and you dominate the field. That deserves to be respected, no matter, like, what level of whatever. Whatever you want to think about their competition. Yeah. it. Ma- I mean, it's it matters that they were the best in what they chose to do. That's true. That's true. So, I'm not going to have them in the Hall of Fame tier. Thank I, you. I'm going to have them in the Superstar tier. Okay. And... I kind of I think if you kind of put together what all I just said, I think it kind of it lends itself to superstar. But I wouldn't be I would not be mad at anybody if they chose to either go a hot stuff or even if they wanted to go Hall of Fame and be like, I mean, it matters that they whatever. Make or, no mistake, anyone listening, yeah. if you choose Hall of Fame, I will be mad. Jonathan will be mad at you. Jonathan mad at you if you choose anything about hot stuff. Heated. That's not true. <laughs> that your your superstar take is not the worst thing in the world. I don't I don't disagree with it. Um, yeah. I would not put them in the superstar. Tier. I just think mostly like, because they, again, I don't think that they've just done two songs, but I do think that they've just done like five or six. Yeah, over the course of five years, four years, that but have been like, very popular. Granted, incredibly popular. Yes. yes, but 
So was freaking I don't know something. So so was the Bengals. I mean, oh, wow. <laughs> if we're gonna go back to like one hit wonders. I mean, the Bengals had like four okay. one hit wonders, but like the Bengals aren't a Hall of Fame '80s band. You know what I mean? No, like, I they're just, not. No, you're and right. so that's what I just like. Yeah, did they? Again, I just think did like, they have the top thirteen in the sixty year span? I, I guess I just think you're making the case that they're like LMFAO, and that they're better than that. Don't don't make that they face. Are, yes, they are better than that. They are. And LMFAO to me is like, if we're doing like dance hot stuff, yes, come on. Come on now. They literally just did two or three songs. Name name four songs of theirs off the top of your head right now. Well, actually like LMFAO, so I can't do that. But um <laughs> but I again I hear we're gonna come you. back to you. that America. Here's here's my difference though between them and LMFAO. This is not an LMFAO podcast, but <laughs> LMFAO did all that with two albums though. Okay. The Chainsmokers have released five, I mean, three EPs and three albums. I'm just saying, where's LMFAO now? There's a reason they only have two albums because. Where's the Chainsmokers now? Where they (laughs) (laughs) They're still here. They just went out last year. Please, please tell me where is LMFAO right now? Where is their third album? Why is it not out there? Because they were no longer popular. They did two songs, they made a really cool music video that you could put like any song on top of and it looks funny. They bought their Lamborghinis and they retired. All and that's it. So, like, don't come at me talking about this. I mean, no. There okay. are levels to this. They're, you're right. You're right. They're not the same level of LMFAO, but I also feel like uh, every, obviously, the top five levels all have little levels in between them. I'll put yeah. it, I'll put them at the top end of hot stuff, but I still think they're hot stuff. I can't, I can't okay. justify okay. my mind putting them in the superstar category, especially. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Talk to me. No, I just. Because you're about. You're right. You're right. I I can I can see. I I'll put them in either of the two. My heart wants to put them in the bottom, because. But also, I'm probably a little biased because I don't really like their music. Yeah, exactly. But I I mean they, they were a cultural phenomenon, but I also think they're a very short lived cultural phenomenon, which is why I would put them in the hot stuff category. I mean, okay, you're right. You're right. They were a short lived cultural phenomenon, but we're still talking like three four years. You would say. To me, that's a little. That's too long for me to be hot stuff. Hot stuff to me is like flash in the pan. I guess, but I mean, those in those three, four years, they had three, four songs. Okay, that's all they needed. <sighs> okay, I guess. I'll give it to you. You okay. guys, I've changed my mind. Hall of Fame. Oh my God. Not, <laughs> not actually. I knew it was going. I knew it was coming. <laughs> I just, he gets me rolled up, America. <laughs> Did you hear him trying to put LMFAO in the same tier as them? I'm sorry. Don't make me pull up the numbers like I did last episode. Please. I, I don't want to. I'm going to lose that battle. <laughs> I know you are. Uh, but yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I got you. I got you. I'm not happy about it, but I'll. I just can't. My personal one, they're staying in hot stuff. So that's all that matters. Y'all can, y'all can make your own decisions. Please. America, uh, we're taking resumes for the second spot on the <laughs> Note podcast. Please email your resume to dulynotedpod at gmail.com. Yeah. Thank I'll about to say, send us, send us all your hot takes at uh, dulynotedpod at gmail.com. Make the Hall of Fame case. Please don't make the Hall of Fame case. Please make it. I can guarantee you that I will if send it. If you make the Hall of Fame case, I will make it for you on the next podcast. I will send it straight to the trash. <laughs> it will not even be read. <laughs> but anyway, it's been a pleasure. Always a pleasure. It has been. It's a good time, as always. This is a good time. Thanks for listening. Don't let me down. See you next time. Thank you for joining us this week on the Duly Noted Podcast. We will see you guys next week on Wednesday. 
Remember, you can follow us on Instagram at Duly Noted Pod for some behind the scenes action or just staying up to date on what we're doing. Uh, you can also send us an email at dulynotedpod at gmail.com. Uh, we appreciate your support. If you love us, give us a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you can find us. We'll see you guys next week on Wednesday. Wednesday.